Hello everyone, welcome to the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Swab. You can find me on Mastodon at J-R-S-W-A-B at mastodon.xyz. Find me at Twitter at J.R. Swab as well, that is the same. I'm also on Steemit, and it's the same name. Everywhere is the same, everywhere. I can't say I have every social network, but I have a lot of them. If you follow me on these networks because of this podcast, let me know. And then I'll follow you back because I want to foster community. And thank you personally for listening to the show. It means a lot. I do have, I have, do have, I now started a new podcast as well. So as you know, this, well, yeah, you may, maybe, you don't, maybe you don't know. This is, this is your first time listening. These podcasts are short. Sweet, to the point, topical. It's pretty, uh, house been not super long podcasts. This podcast I started is technically a live show. It's start, it's streamed live through what's called the, uh, it's called MSP Waves Radio. It's a Steam based, uh, group of people called Minnow Support Project. And they have a radio show. And it, stream, it streams live to a bunch of places. I think. I, mean, I know it streams live somewhere, but it used to go to Twitch. I think it goes to DLive now. I'm not entirely sure if they changed over officially, but I stream there now too. I mean, I, I've been streaming there for a while, but um, doing the live radio show, but not. it wasn't tech-based until this past episode. It's live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. EST, and you, you can watch it on their, on their Twitch stream. Um, or you can join the Minnow Support Project's Discord channel. It's called the Peace, Abundance, and Liberty. That's the Discord name. And in there you can listen live as well. And chat with me if you so desire. Um, that is... It's called DevNull. You know, forward slash dev, forward slash null. And I decided to call it that because it's literally a dumping ground of nonsense. It's um, a two-hour show where... I talk with and at the people listening, <laughs> and uh, I take the first hour and record it. So there's a little bit, there's a little more structure in the first hour than the second hour, but the first hour is recorded and put up as a podcast on my Steemit account. So you can find it there, of course, Steemit.com/slash/at/jrswab. I do I actually technically host it through IPFS, so you listen, you have to listen to it through IPFS or through an IPF, IPFS gateway. You can also download it for your commutes. Uh, I will build. A, I'll probably build out a RSS feed for that shortly. Haven't gotten to it. I'm working on a project that will help make it a lot easier for me and anybody else looking to do that kind of stuff. So that's there again. Like I said, it's a long. It's long, and it is uh, all over the place. Whatever topics come up when, we're, when I'm there, get talked about. As long as it's like tech based. Um, maybe I'll answer Steam questions. I'll uh, talk about some news that maybe come, maybe came up recently. And reading through all of my nerdy news outlets, which is basically a bunch of Linux and system administration posts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that. And I also want to now talk about real quickly. This is going to be mostly about regex because this is one thing that I just cannot. Okay, no. Let me rephrase this. I can get it. <laughs> this is the one thing. This is one of those things where it's just like I've been putting it off for too long. 
and with regular expressions, it is super important. So, as you know, before we get into that, though, before we get into that, um, I talked about it in the past. I'm going, I'm going to get trying to get certified to be a systems administrator for Linux-based systems, Linux and Unix-based systems, technically. And so, um, I bought a book called the Unix and Linux System Administration Administration Handbook, fifth edition. Uh, it's like the gold standard for this kind of stuff. Everyone raves about it. People that know more than I do rave about it, so that's cool. And um, I think some online courses. There was a guy. Mm, I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. Let me look up this guy's name first. This is going to be a little bit more of a loosey goosey podcast here. So, hope you guys don't mind. Head over to Mastodon. Give this man a shout out. He actually joined Mastodon because of the podcast. That's pretty cool. Again, Mastodon is a federated service. You don't have to join Mastodon.xyz to follow me. All you have to do is just pick a Mastodon instance and then follow at JRSwab at Mastodon.xyz. And we can chat. Let me know that you found it through the podcast so I can follow you back and we can talk nerdy stuff. So this individual, his username is, let me see here. He is one. I can't. I don't know how to say this. One Lee, let's get it. I think that's what it says. Um, at Mastodon.social, he is new, and so give him a follow if you are not following him. He mentioned that he found my pod, found the podcast, and found this found um, Mastodon through the podcast, and he's also trying to be, uh, get into a Linux administration, and he's going for his Linux Plus certification right now. And I asked him what if he's using any online services to to study up you know you know apart from reading a book um and he said that there's this place called cybrary.it at c y b r a y.it so I was like hey let me check this out so I went there and uh, they had this one course it was like like the intro to linux certification or whatever it's like you know how to do really basic stuff in linux uh took the test it was like 40 questions and passed it 80% surprisingly. So I don't know what I missed. I mean, I'll take it again. I don't know. But that's like, they now like that site says I'm certified. To, I'm a certified Linux noob, I guess. <laughs> Not entirely sure, but it's pretty cool. And I do, I'm doing another, I'm doing another, another course online as well. Well, I'm doing, this is like more of like what I'm actually focused on. Um, it is by, from Cisco. It's a free course that they have and you can go through and they have like, they have, uh, text where you read about the subject, then they have the labs where you actually do like commands and stuff into the in, into their um, the virtual machine that they have there for you, and then you take a test. Um, um, doing pretty well, you know. I did the the midterm examination. I did it a couple days ago, yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Uh, I'm only missed five questions, and two of the five, two of them were not even about Linux. So I'm like, okay, I'll let that slide. They're about Windows and Mac OS. One question, um, I knew the right answer, but I pushed the wrong button. So, three of the five I missed were bogus questions I missed. <laughs> so, it's cool though. Um, and the whole idea of that course is to get you prepared for the Linux Essentials test that exists out there. I don't know. I think the Linux Professional Institute gives that one out. Again, it's still like an intro to Linux thing, so I'm like, I, kind of, I didn't realize that when I started it, but I want to finish it now. I'm just like, kind of sucks that I had to like, there's not like the the LPI like system administration certification, but it's it's still it's still a certification. I probably won't I probably won't take that the Linux Essentials test because it's like two hundred bucks just to say I know basic stuff, which I feel is kind of a waste of my time and money to 
take that test. Um, so yeah, uh, but also I'm reading a book. So basically I'm just absorbing as much as I can, filling any gaps I have, and uh, just kind of like tripling down on my strength, which is, you know, this kind of stuff. So yeah, shout out to that guy. Thank you for uh, tipping me off to that. Also, I recently joined Pigeon. Not join, I guess you don't join Pigeon, you just start using Pigeon. I've known this about this for years. It's been around for like 20 years, so something like that. And I was just like, what am I going to use this for? I never had a reason to use Pigeon until like now. <laughs> so now I have Pigeon and I, um, I added a bunch of plugins for it. Um, like I have my Discord chats on Pigeon. I have my Google Hangouts chats on Pigeon, which I never use because no one ever talks to me there. Um, you, add, you can add Telegram and um, also all my Matrix chats are here, which is pretty dope. So and everything, every Matrix group I'm a part of, I'm, I have in here as well. So there's a lot of cool, there's like a, everything's in one place, which is super nice. I like it. Um, I'm also using, they have a, they have a service called um, Finch as well, which is the same thing, but in your terminal. So I use that at work whenever, because I can just SSH into my, my home server uh, off from the Chromebook they give me. And uh, yeah, just use it there. So it's pretty cool. I'm thinking about starting a chat room of some sorts. I don't know where we're gonna where to host it, but I feel like if you're listening to this, maybe you want to chat with me. We can talk about things, you know, bounce ideas off or whatever. Um, so I need to. I'm gonna try and find a good place for that. I don't know if I want to use Matrix because like the Riot app is like super freaking slow, and I hate using it. And I could just and then like pigeon's not a problem like if i just hook it through pigeon it, I, I wouldn't have a problem i don't want everyone else to be forced to use pigeon because riot sucks at how slow it is i don't want to use discord because it's not the greatest it's still discord um but it's better than nothing so i'll think about it if you have any ideas let me know on message me on twitter or mastodon and let me know what you think or we should host a chat um i, I do plan on putting a forum on the hackerculture.us website but right now, it's just linked to the RSS feed. Okay. How about some regex? So, regular expression. I was actually... Shout out to... Uh, to... Um, wow. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> the guy who does the Breaker browser. Um, he has a... And his friend. Hold on. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. I want to... I want to... I want to give him... I want to say his name on the podcast because he's a nice guy. I like his stuff. Um, yes, Paul Frazy, I believe it's pronounced. He was live streaming him fixing bugs in the in the Beaker browser. Um, we talked about this in the past. Pretty cool stuff. Um, I was watching him fixing bugs, which I know sounds super nerdy, like a live stream fixing bugs. I was sitting there watching this and talking to him. Um, and he was messing with regular expressions, and I was like, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> like I know what it is. I used it once and I ruined something. Um, so I got like, I need to figure this out. This is the day. I don't know why, but today I'm figuring this out. Um, and he actually was doing something. He's like, I can't remember this one thing. He goes to this one website, which I thought was super cool. It's called regx101.com. And you can type in your regular expression, and then you can put in a test string below it, and it'll tell you if it works or not. And it also tells you what you just typed and what it means so it's pretty cool i can't show you it because it's not a lot this isn't a video stream but if you go to regex101.com there is this super it's super well done it's super nice looking like my my project i want i'm making i want it to look this nice super super like simplistic but looks super nice i love it 
Um, so yeah, on the right hand side, you have like flavors of regex. So if you if you need to use it specifically for JavaScript, it has like the nuances for that, or for Python, or for GoLang, etc., etc. I have I have set to PHP because I'm actually programming um, my client my server side stuff for my project in PHP. So I don't know PHP well enough. That's why. And I don't like Node.js. I feel like it never works the way I want it to. <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, so yeah, and then in the middle you have these two these two sections here. You have literally um, the regular expression where you type in, and you can set the delimiter. Even you can tell it what the uh, what delimiter you want to use. I have the forward slash as my delimiter. So if you want to, you can change it. They have uh, what else? The tilde, the at symbol, the colon, percent symbol, and the back tag. The back tag. The back tick. Whatever that little thing is called that you use when you are saying that your this is code in Markdown. Um, and then it has the it has the end too, so you have like regex flags after it, and it automatically defaults at global, which is don't return, don't return after first match. Um, and that, I think that's what it means. It says it, that's what it says there, and then multi-line. Uh, and then you type in the string, and it tells you if your if your regular expression would pick this up. And so the example, the reason why I, uh, Paul was doing a thing in Beaker Browser that was making it so that you can type in a string, uh, uh, a, an IP address, a raw IP address. So if you want to get like on loopback or like a local host kind of thing, but without using local host, let's say like you're running the Beaker Browser or for some reason like on a different server somewhere and you want you need an IP address, but you don't have a domain name, it wouldn't work very well apparently. So he went in and started doing that. So I was like, so I was like, I want to mess with this too. And uh, so I was trying to see like how how can I do it first, and then how can I get it as short as possible? So I started out looking at this, and I did um, I said, okay, I need numbers, and then I need to like tell it like okay, I need to have this needs to be a, a range between these numbers and needs to have at least it has it needs to have at least one number but no more than three numbers. It needs to have a period in between this, and then there needs to be four sets of numbers. And so um, I started off with one. I started off with the, in the in square braces I had one dash nine and then curly braces one comma three and then I got the escaped character which is the backslash with a period so that it would escape the period so that it would make it an actual period um, so it wouldn't be like a match all of the instances kind of deal uh, that it says I'm not entirely sure what the period does in regex but something like that it's like, it's like match match like match one character of any match one of any character here. I think it's what it means. Um, I can actually tell you real quick <laughs> what it means. Let's type it here. And it is, yes, match any character except for line terminators. So it matches with one character, I guess. Uh, I thought it was a different different symbol, but it's not. Um, so I did that. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I just kind of repeated that four times. And I was like, does this work? And I was like, it works, but I can't, for some reason, like, the 20 wouldn't work. And then like the hundred wouldn't work. I was like, "What's the deal with this? Like, why are some some of these are matching, some of these aren't matching?" And then it dawned on me, "Oh, I need zeros included in this range." So it's I changed it. So then in the square braces, which is first, I have zero dash nine, and then it started working. I was like, "Okay, now this works." But this is super long and looks stupid because you know shorter is better. Whenever you're programming, the less characters, less bits. I guess technically bytes because they're characters. The less information that you need to port, you know, port around. So like, how do I tell this to repeat this thing over and over again? So I got rid of everything except for the very first 
uh, square bracy and curly braces with the backslash period. And then I was like, okay, well, I was reading through their their information on the site because they have a quick reference here, which is nice. So I was like, I'm gonna go common tokens. And I was looking around like, what what do I do here? It's like, okay, this says between three and six. Okay, I don't quite need that, but like, if you have just one, if you have a curly bracy three, and then the curly braces is the I need three A's, exactly three A's. It's like, okay, well, that could, that could work. So I, I put, um, I put like, you know, a curly bracy and a four after it. And it didn't work. It didn't work. Because apparently it was only repeating the last thing. So it, it was looking for four periods and not for the entire um, conglomeration of characters and symbols. So I said, okay, I op actually opened up my, uh, my my book here that I have about this administration. I was reading, I was like, I'm going to read about regex real quick. And I was going through it. And I saw they have this they have a table here of like what certain things mean. And there's these parentheses. It's like, well, parentheses in programming is just like the things inside here do the thing. It's like, you know, pretty mathematical thing. And it says here, um, you know, if you have an expression inside of the parentheses, it limits the scope, it uh, group elements, and... It limits, it limits scope, groups elements, allows matches to be captured. That's good. So I messed with it, it wasn't quite working. I see an example in the in the book here where it has like, um, I am, and then a parenthesis, walrus, pipe, eggman, parenthesis. And what this is saying is like, it can be, it would match, I am a walrus, or I am an eggman. And it's like, okay, well these are in parentheses, and those parentheses are not all that too, because they have other things after it. It's like, okay, let's tr let's try something different. Let's like, so I took, I took. Um, There's one thing in between. I can't remember what I did exactly that, but to like try to see if it worked, and something worked that was close enough to give me the idea. I was like, okay, so I can't put the, everything in a parenthesis. I put the whole thing in a parenthesis and I put a four after it. Didn't quite work because it still wants extra extra periods, and like you know, so in an, in an IP address, there's no period after the last digit. This is okay. So the shortest I could get it as of right now is parentheses around the square bracy 0 9 and then curly and curly bracy 1 comma 3 backslash period. All of that is in is inside parentheses. Then after that I have uh, curly bracy 3 and and then close the curly bracy. That's saying I want this exact I want this exact thing three times and then I needed it one more time but without the period so I just put 0 uh, the I put everything again without the period in the in the backslash for the escape character, and it, it worked. So like what I have now is uh, parenthesis, and then I have square bracy zero dash nine square bracy curly bracy one comma three curly bracy, and then the backslash period to escape the period, and then I close the parentheses and I have curly bracy three curly bracy, and then square brace square brace zero dash nine square brace, curly bracy, one comma three, curly bracy. And no matter what I put in, so if I put in, uh, let's say like 100 period, 30 period, two period, 400, it, I mean, technically that wouldn't work. <laughs> Couldn't have a 400. Uh, so let's do 255 two, five, just for the heck of it. Uh, 255, five, that works. Uh, 192.168.20.1 works. And this is very, and, and this, that's the thing I'm looking for. It matches all of it would match any IP address um, that you would put in. You wouldn't put in a dot four hundred because it doesn't go that high. Because you know, thirty two bits. 
so yeah, this website is pretty cool. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely I, I bookmark this because this will be very useful going forward as I'm trying to use regex in places that would be very helpful. Uh, it's like funny to match just like any possible combination that the user could enter within a certain parameter. Uh, and you need you need a regular expression because if you don't have it, you're gonna have to like you can't possibly match every circumstance that could possibly come up in a in a for loop or whatever or an if then statement. It would just look retarded. It's probably not the right word for it, you know, but it would just look really sloppy and it's unprofessional. So check out regx101.com. And if you are looking for information, of course, check out the book, um, the book, Unix and Linux System Administration. It's on page 209, uh, chapter 7.4. Chapter 7 is all about shell scripting, which I particularly like. Trying to automate as much as possible. I feel like it's a very, very good skill to have when you're doing system administration work. So that is pretty much it. If you have anything cool about regular expressions that you want to share with me, I can tell the tell the podcast next time. You know what's going, you know, what you what you saw, what you like, what you know, how to make how to make my command small. How do you if you know how to make my thing smaller? Let me know. Because I want this to be as short as possible. And this is as short as I can think about getting it right now. I'm probably missing something. There's probably some, some crazy thing out there. Regex I don't know about. Because I don't know much about regular expressions. It's only a little bit. Uh, if you can make that shorter. We can put it in an IP address. And it'll match any IP address you type in there. Let me know. I'll be really interested in seeing how short you can get it. But until then, guys. Thank you for listening. I, of course, am J.R. Swab. Jaren Swab. Find me on Twitter, find me on Mastodon, find me on Steemit. If you also have any ideas for a chat, or if you want to see a forum of some sort on the website, I'm interested. I want to talk with you guys. I don't want to talk at you. I want to talk with you. So until then, guys, stay nerdy.